Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our dynasty league. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as, al- as always, is my friend Andrew, a fellow feline football fanatic. And I'll explain that as in he likes the Bengals and I like the Lions. There so. we go. Nice. Okay. Nice. Is there an, is right. there a 13? Oh, yeah. I guess we could have had somebody from the Jaguars or yep, the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of cats yeah. in, in football, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I would call myself a cat guy, I guess. Kitty cats. Kitty cats. I like kitty cats. Cats are good. All right. Uh, so it is, uh, th- it is May 11th. Uh, this show is going to air on, uh, Thursday morning, 6 a.m. is when it's going to go live across the world, wherever you get your podcast. So enjoy the oh show, folks. Yes, we uh, we don't have a massive list today. We did have an epic show last week. If you haven't had a chance, you know, take a take a rewind through time. Uh, go have a, a listen to our uh, our interview and conversation with fellow fantasy football fanatic uh, Corey Bittner. Um, that was a lot of fun. We did have a special guest. Uh, this week, unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances, uh, he is unable to attend. Um, he was uh, was a friend of mine that I was just getting to know through through happenstance, and uh, unfortunately, he passed due to uh, an accident. Um, so, some well wishes to his family. That was just uh, it was kind of a, an absolute tragedy. So, um, I have a, a very strong, stiff drink of scotch. That's probably five or six fingers deep um, in honor, honor of him and everyone else that we've lost as of late. It seems to be, yeah. seem to be a few, a few people in our, our network of, uh, of peers and family that we will be remembering today. Yes. Yes. And our uh, lots of prayers go to everybody's families and, and, uh, you know, hopefully they get through it. Yeah. It's if you are grieving, you are not alone. Yes. And if you were grieving for other matters specific to football, as some people are after this draft, because there are a lot of teams uh, and leagues that are drafting players. And yeah, I realized that we, we wait until essentially the May long weekend before we draft in our league, the, the poor man football league. But I'm in a couple of leagues where we've already done the draft. And my goodness, the roller coaster, the the pendulum has swung in, of opinions of so many players, even within the, the top 10. The top 10 has not been consistent in any draft. And by that, I mean, sure, Brees Hall has been consistently going number one. Yes. But number two, for me, was always going to be Walker. <coughs> Excuse me, Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Kenneth Walker has not always been the number two. Oh, I've wow. seen, I've seen uh, Garrett Wilson go in one. I've seen Drake London go in one. I've seen Traylon Burks go at one. Kenneth Walker has never made it past the three spot though, so he's always like been that within that top three. But those three receivers have jumped into that second spot. Now, granted, oh, to give some context, um, no quarterback, even in our super flex leagues, has gone in the first round. So Kenny and and that is that's odd because when you actually when you go into sleeper yeah you go into the into not the mock draft but in the draft mm-hmm. they have rankings they have, yeah. they have him as number six which makes sense but you got to remember that's just a that's just like a predictive text yes. and in in some leagues he must be going early but yes. in the leagues that I've been in 
Um, I would like to think I'm, I'm playing with some rather savvy uh, fancy football managers. And uh, because I haven't won those leagues yet, but when I do, then let me tell you, <laughs> um, they won't be so savvy anymore. They, yeah, they won't be so savvy anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, Kenny Pickett has not gone in the first round in any of the leagues that I've been in, which I find really interesting, especially yeah. the super flex ones. Now, granted, he's always early second. I haven't seen him leave the second round, even in a single quarterback league. He's been taken in the second. He's never made it in the third round. Yeah, and you know what? And that's I think that's a that's a fair place for him to go is middle of the second. Sure, right? He's with the first being the first quarterback off the board and going to a team that's historically really good. Like, okay, you know what? He's he's everyone should own a share of Kenny Pickett at some point. The question is, when are you going to spend? Now in Superflex, I would never be comfortable spending. I would. Personally, myself, I wouldn't spend a first-round pick on Kenny Pickett. I'm just not confident enough to do it. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that other people feel the same. Um, so that's that's one of the first big ones that I've noticed. Unless unless you're in desperate desperate need of a quarterback, um, and you know, in one of our leagues, yep, I'm you are. That is, you I'm are a guy that is in real need. So. so Let's I hope be, I might be jumping up to to snag him in the first round in that particular league if but I have he, to. I I don't. I, yeah, I think if he falls to the second half of the first round, I think you have a great shot at it. Do you do you have any picks? What do you have for picks in that league? I, in that one, I think I'm, and I don't really want to give it away because I don't want somebody to steal him on my. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'm late in the first round and I'm late in the second round, so he won't survive me. I don't think he'll survive to me in the second round. I am just going to go and have a look because honestly, I, I'm not, not, no, I, I guess it, it, there's probably some guys in that league in particular who will, who will reach for him and yeah. justifiably so he's in a good team. He's in a good position yeah. with first round draft capital. He's going to have he's, he's opportunity. Yeah. So I'm looking at, uh, you are sitting. Oh yeah. You got, yeah, you're really late. I think I'm one ten. You're 111. 111. 111. Yeah. So that, that is your earliest pick. Yep. Um, in that particular league, if I just go bring up, uh, I tried to move up so um, far. Um, but I got declined on a couple of offers. Like I tried to get the 105, 106 um, picks, but guys just weren't biting. Guys just weren't biting. I'm like, who's got what here? Um, I'd love to help you, but I am sitting way down with only third round draft picks in that <laughs> in that particular league. So I'm gonna pick up a bunch of chaff yeah. in that league. Um, guys that are so looking at looking at teams that have QBs, right? So teams that might might spend a first round pick on them. Um, okay, no, who's got draft capital? I don't know. It's interesting. I, I to be honest with you, you he might very well available fall yeah because the guy who ends up having the most first round picks are all early round picks and to me that would be foolish to pass up on the talent like the Brees halls the kenneth walkers the yeah. like the wide receivers that are early in that so he wouldn't he wouldn't do that um that guy's picking late what has he got yeah there you go the guy who picks right before you might take him yep he's weak at quarterback because he's sitting with Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, and Drew Locke. He's actually not that bad for this year. 
Yeah, but that's with if Matt that's Carr, me. If I'm looking at that with like, okay, I got Derek Carr, I'm comfortable with. Drew Locke to me is droppable, um, even in Superflex. And then you got Matt Ryan, who I think is would be serviceable. It's like, okay, well, that's that's probably somewhere I'm I'm gonna go hunting. Let's see, what is the guy with the 108? His team is Lawrence Wilson and nobody. So the 108 might take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, e- either way, uh, your 111 will net you someone of value. Yes. Because I, I, yeah, there's, there's been some really good picks coming up. Um, I may have to get the second quarterback out of that, but, maybe but we'll... you know, Desmond Ritter. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to champion the, the, the cause here. Okay. So in the leagues that I've seen that I've been in that have drafted already, Desmond Ritter is quickly following behind Kenny Pickett. Now, if in a super flex league, that would make sense. If I'm picking, say, um, uh, Kenny Pickett at the uh, the 201, 202, 203, then okay, cool. Like I'm, that, that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. Desmond Ritter is sitting there at like the 204, 205. Is he slated to start? Or no, he's slated to back up. He's well, he's going to have to compete for that starting job. Now he's competing against Marcus Mariota, so maybe he has a chance of overtaking him on the depth chart. Who knows? Maybe not. I think Marcus Mariota is probably a competent enough quarterback to secure himself at least the start of the season yeah. and then see where yeah. the season goes. But Desmond Ritter is sitting in a good spot to overtake him. Uh, it might not be the season starter, but I've also seen him go early third at the latest. Yeah. In, in a lot of leagues, which is super crazy because I was hoping he'd fall to me in the mid to late third round. And I've actually had to reach for him in one league just to get one share of him, just so I could say that I have one Desmond Ritter, who I really liked. It was He was the guy I honestly thought my Detroit Lions were going to end up taking at some point in the draft, but didn't. So like, okay, but I, that's the guy who I built my hopes up. That was the guy that I was planting my flag with over Matt Coral, Sam Howell, over anyone, Malik yeah. Willis even, that that was the guy. I still don't mind the Matt Coral. Um, I think he's, again, he's a future guy. He's not a, sure. a today guy. Yep. But he has but, a chance of overtaking Sam Darnold. Yes. And right? that's, like, and see, that's, it's such a weak team. It is. He three, could have he a could shot. A starter. It could be. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, Matt Corral, you know, like those, those are the three quarterbacks I see going. Uh, Matt Corral yeah. usually falls to the fourth round, uh, yeah. which I'm more than happy to snag him in the fourth round. Yeah, I um, mean that could it, it could even be like if 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 Pickett goes in the first round and I can't get him. Yep. Maybe you got I Matt, take, Cor- Matt Corral. Maybe I get I would, Corral in the second at the end of the second. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I to me because that's a super flex. Guys are going to want a quarterback. Yeah, you would have to take him at the one your one eleven. Where if you wanted a quarterback and Desmond Ritter makes it, a Matt Coral make it to the one eleven, you'd have to me you'd have to take him there because there's no way you're going to get him at the end of the second round. I think there's enough enough guys in this league that would spend that second round pick to go uh, get him. Makes sense. Look at yeah. you. I've converted Mike into accepting a quarterback going in the first round. Well, on Superflex, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I just, I just can't, I just can't do it in a single quarterback league. I but know. yeah, well, um, you and I have had this conversation for the last four yeah, years. We've had, yeah. <laughs> so it's. Um, I mean, I'm, in, in hindsight, Mike, would you not take a Patrick Mahomes in the first round? 
Well, okay, that's that's hindsight. If you knew Patrick Mahomes was going to be Patrick Mahomes, it's like, yeah. yeah. In, in fact, I, I wouldn't because where did he go in most drafts? He went third round. Yeah. I probably would have picked him up in the late second and said, ha, snaked you guys because I could tell the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, but oh, you know, that's, geez. that's the beauty. Uh, speaking of the future, uh, those listening at home, we actually have a, uh, a podcast coming up. It is going to be, just bear with me as I look up into our charts here. It is going to be on May 25th. I'm bringing in, um, our good friend of the show and fellow league mate, Josh, AKA the multi beast. He's going to be riding with us as we review the 2021 rookies. So we're going to go back and look at how we drafted as a league back this time last year. And in doing so, we are going to then reevaluate our opinions. So we will do that hindsight 2020 and you and me and Josh will be like, Hey, this is how the draft went. And these are the choices that we made. And I'm going to take it on the chin because I made some terrible choices last year. I spent two first guys are going to have to throw their crystal ball out the window. Yep. Uh, I made two first round draft selections because I had a running back needy team. And I, and I, reached really early at the end of the first round in nine and 10 to grab Michael Carter and Trey Sermon. And Michael Carter did me good, but not great. And now he's got Brees Hall. So he is essentially a handcuff, if you will. Yes. Trey Sermon might not even be on the roster based upon how, uh, how he, he ended up in the doghouse. Drink yes. to you, Trey Sermon. Yes, no, it, uh, I think everybody, and I can't even remember what my picks were last year, but, uh, um, it, uh, I think everybody has had their one or two, yep. uh, regrets, but for hey, sure, totally. Hey, you get into this to, to, to take a chance on guys. That and, is the gamble. Uh, yep. And now, that's the fun of it too, right? Like when you, when you're right, you rub it in everybody's face yep. When you're wrong. You try and move out, move around the elephant in the room and uh, just <laughs> yeah. avoid it all together. That's right. Just like we don't talk about that guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, something I do want to share with you guys real quick, actually just brought, you made me think of it, is uh, drafting strategy. Now, you and I have differing of opinions on uh, how we, we construct our rosters how we each value rookie picks. This is something that I know I love because I'm addicted to drafting and it's fun and it's exciting, but it's not always the best solution in building your team. You, on the other hand, have always loved the tried and true uh, performer, the guy who has proven it year after year after year. You love your veterans. Um, you, you've always built your team based upon that, which is why you, you occasionally trade away those early round picks. Now, this last year, I watched Donnie in just about every league vacate his entire thing of picks yes because he wanted to win now so he bought into the philosophy uh just like you have of going to get those veterans not trying to bank on or trying to build up rookies to help fill your roster he wants win now players so he went and did that and now he's left in many leagues sitting on the outside looking in on these drafts there's there's one league he only has two picks yeah so that's like okay now for me i i have two leagues that I have like third rounders and like maybe a fourth. I don't have a lot of picks and we're currently drafting in one of those leagues and it's taken us several days to get through the first and second and through most of the third to get to my pick. And I'm just like, Oh, I get to pick. And I'm looking at the guys that are left on the board and I am just like, does anybody want like my picks? Like just take them from me because I am disinterested 
at some of these players that are available at the end of the third round. And I am, I am feeling the urge to, to purge my team and get some draft picks. It is, it is so hard um, to stay true to your methodology of like, I want the veterans and I'm, I'm going to be okay. I realize it works. Like you and Donnie have played in, in many, many championships or at least been in the playoffs to contend for those championships where it feels like my teams are constantly on that bubble on that edge. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 but it does also pay off. Um, you know, it, you, Donnie, Donnie's actually been kind of lucky in, in the leagues that we've been in where he sells off his team and then somehow yep. he still ends up with a whole bunch of draft picks. Yeah. Cause he sells he, off his veterans in the offseason. He does. And, he, he moves players. It gets, yeah. he gets values constantly hustling and he building is. his roster. Yeah. And when I saw Marvin, and this is where we started changing my mindset on draft capital. Uh, Marvin moved his draft capital to land Stefan Diggs, and I think it was Devonte Adams. He made yeah. he made moves to to draft it, and then the little draft capital he had, he he hit those players hit, and now his roster is looking like juggernaut. Really yeah. So it becomes extremely challenging to compete against a guy who's built the team very well. And anybody he trades at this point is just going to net him more, more assets to stay strong. So like, I get that. Yeah. yeah Cause um, if you wanted his Devonte Adams, you're giving up some draft capital and some players. You are. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're paying up to go get someone who's proven. So I get, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, oh man, I completely forgot where I was going with this. Oh, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to embrace that methodology in the leagues where I know that I have a strong team. I am going to continue to try and force myself to overcome this mental barrier of being tied to my draft picks and just be confident that I'm going to go out and grab those veteran players or the veteran players that I have grabbed that I've already spent on to get that. It's okay. My team is still good. I will ride them into next season. I don't need the, the, the new next and up and coming shining thing because there's no guarantee. They are going to be a shiny thing. I'd rather take the uh, the known commodity. Yeah. You know, so, a, a, a really good example of that um, was the year that the uh, the Packers took love. Okay. Yep. Everybody, everybody jumped on that bandwagon, thinking, "Oh my God, the next uh, Aaron Rodgers." Um, they traded because he's not him, right? happy. They they must be getting rid of Rodgers because they took this guy. Yep. Everybody was jumping up to to, to snag the guy early. And he's played what fifteen plays in his yeah, whole career. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I if don't that... know if he'll ever get a shot at starting ever. <laughs> yeah, now. exactly. Right. Like he's gonna have to ask for a trade to get out of there to have an opportunity. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Like so, it's uh, sometimes it's you know what you have to have a good mix. You have to have a good mix because in the in the one league now where we have our super fle- our super flex league. Yep. Right. My quarterbacks were getting old, getting old, getting old. Mm-hmm. And the two of the three quarterbacks retired. And yep. I'm like, now now I'm scrambling, right? Because I didn't right. have my draft capital to get. Right. I don't have a I don't have a young guy. Because you were constantly chasing that championship and you were yes. always there, like right? you were always in the mix. Yes. So yes. now now it's like, okay, well, hey, now you're gonna have to either like blow some things up or get really creative at what you do with that position. Yes. Yeah. And you can you can you could only ride one wave or the other for so long. 
You either yeah. ride, you either ride and keep getting veterans, but that will eventually burn you because guys will get hurt or guys will get too mm-hmm. old or guys will stop producing. Yeah. Or you ride your rookie thing, and like you said, you're always on the bubble. And one year, yeah, you'll 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 jump up and you'll make the playoffs, but the next year you might not because you were mm-hmm. just on the bubble, right? So. Yeah, I've I'm tired of taking third and fourth everywhere because my team just isn't isn't a finishing team. Yeah. So this year, um, I'm using the draft capital that I have. I'm gonna build my team and I'm gonna see where things are going. I'm gonna I'm gonna monitor the situation and I'm not gonna be afraid. That is a commitment I'm making to you, the loyal listeners, uh, and to my <laughs> fellow league mates that I'm going to bombard you. Um, at the trade deadline for using my picks as collateral because you all know how much I love my picks. So I'm I'm already getting jittery thinking about it. <laughs> Trading away my my future picks. Because one, drafting is fun. Like this, it yes, is a lot of fun. It um, it's nice to be involved in in the um, in the process. Yes. Oh mm. yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And that's why you see like when they're startup, when they're startup a guy starting a new dynasty league mm-hmm. guys jump mm-hmm. in on because, Oh, Oh, now I get to draft a whole new team, not just the rookies, the whole new team and try and get all my, my picks and the guys I like and uh, so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. So speaking of which uh, dynasty startup, you and I, and some of our friends are going to get together here in the next couple of weeks. I'm currently got it scheduled for next week. That on May 18th, we are going to do a mock dynasty startup. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in a bunch of our friends. We're going to have them on the show. We're going to have a bunch of friends at home that you won't be able to hear from. And we are going to do pick by pick in a 10 team half point PPR and draft the first couple rounds. Just kind of have a, um, a look at what that looks like and then just do a bit of an analysis of the current situation as we see it. Uh, we're going to include rookies in that draft. So it's going to be. It's going to be hectic, uh, to, to say the least, of what, uh, what's going to happen. So stick around and come back next It'll week be, and check it out. This will really tell the, the tale of what you were just speaking about, Mike. Mm-hmm. Who goes after the, the, the proven and who mm-hmm. goes after the, the, the future, right? Yeah. Like you know, somebody like you might say, okay, I'm going after Jamar Chase. Yep, because he had a really good year last year. Sure, but he's still really young. Yep, as opposed to, um, say, Devontae uh, uh, Adams. Devontae Adams or, uh, is a little bit older, but he yep. and he's had four or five good years. Yep, and but he's not going to have as long of a career. Yeah, dynasty but, startups are crazy different than redraft because. Yes. Some guys, myself included, because my total philosophy when I'm doing a dynasty startup, I'm looking not for a win now team. I'm looking for a win next year team. So I will take the Jonathan Taylors, the Brees Halls, yes. the Jermar Chases, the Justin Jeffersons, the TJ Hawkinsons, the Mark Andrews. I'm going to look for the younger players that are performing or on the cusp of a breakout yeah. and take them over the proven um, Travis Kelsey's, the uh, Tom Brady's, the Devontae Adams, the... Uh, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott's, if you will, that like just I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to look for those younger players so that I can ride that success longer. That's that for would sure. be my strategy for sure. And then, and then, yeah. like you said, in if it was like a a one year, um, uh, pick it and done year uh, draft, you know, you go after the guy that you know is at the yeah, peak of his 
which is different. You know, yeah, Derrick Henry, different. right? So oh that, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's going to be good for you know 300 fantasy points, but two years from now, he's probably only going to be 150 yeah. fantasy points. He, different values for different yeah. leagues. Yeah. Redraft versus dynasty, different values. So, yep, 100, 100. Okay, totally right. All right. Um, so for what you've seen so far, you know what? Um, pause that. Hang on. I'm going to put a pin in that real quick. Uh, I want to talk about last week when you and I and Corey did our top 10. Based upon what you suggested, which I thought was absolutely crazy. Uh-oh. Some, some of your selections have actually come to fruition at being relatively correct as, as time progresses. And I fully suspect that as as the summer per goes on and because right now that rookie drafts are happening as of right now and they'll be going on for the next couple months uh but redress typically won't start until like late july early august yeah. so here's how i ranked my top 10 rookies versus andrews so i had Brees hall number one kenneth walker number two drake london number three garrett wilson number four Jamison Williams, number five. Traylon Burks, number six. Chris Olave, number seven. Christian Watson, number eight. Uh, Sky Moore, number nine. And Jahan Dotson, number 10. All right. Now, Andrew, you had Brees Hall, number one. You took Sky Moore, number two. Yes. You had Christian Watson, number three. You had Wandell Robinson, number four. To me, that's still a wild card pick. Uh, you had Drake London, number five, Traylon Burks, number six. You had John Mechie, uh, number seven. You had Jahan Dotson, number eight. You had, uh, was it James Cooks? Yes. Number nine. And then George Pickens, number 10. Now I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what I've seen in other rookie drafts that are happening right now. Brees Hall has been the consensus number one. The number two has been some form or another of either Kenneth Walker, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, or Traylon Burks. All right. After that, after those three picks, then it falls into uh, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, followed by Jamison Williams, who's getting some current knock on his draft value because there's some talk about him having rehabilitation issues that his work ethic has been come into question uh, wow. As part of his rehabilitation, yeah, that he's not taking it as serious or he's not as dedicated to his rehab as the uh, the Lions would like. Now that they know full full score what he's doing, it's like okay. So those are rumors, no, nothing substantiated as of yet. Um, but Sky Moore and Christian Watson are never going to be there at the eight, ninth, or tenth spot. They have now officially climbed into that mix with uh, London, Wilson, Wils, uh, Williams, Burks, and Olave. So the four, five, six, and seven consists of this wide gamut of wide receivers. No more running backs are being taken in the first round. Anybody that seems to be taking uh, Cooks or any, any running back, Rashad White seems to be climbing up the boards too right now, but has not entered the first round. Um, so to kind of parallel what you've done with your, your selections, Sky Moore and Christian Watson at two and three, they are climbing. So they were at the bottom of the pack for me and they were at the top of the pack for you. Well, they are beyond my reach now, according to my uh, rankings, which is impressive. Really? It, it was all based off of, A, the team that they've gone to. And that's it. 
and the speed that they have on the outside. Sure. They're talented individuals, but that, yeah, that's it. You're going, you're now going to a team that needs a number one wide receiver. And like, if, if I'm a receiver and I'm the first one selected to go to the chiefs to go play with Mahomes or to the Packers to go play with Rogers. Yeah, I get it. They're now climbing up the boards. So I'm just telling you guys right now, if you're listening to this and your drafts have not happened, if you want to get your hands on Christian Watson and Sky Moore, do not expect them to fall to you past the seventh spot. And if yeah. they do, then count your lucky stars and pick them up because they will not they will not be there typically at the eighth, ninth, and tenth. The players that seem to be falling there are Jamison Williams, uh Jahan Dotson Pickens. Uh, even Chris Olave is being pushed down by these guys, which is that's a guy who's in a great situation um, where he's at in New Orleans. So super impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And and New Orleans, I I think you might see Olave uh, bounce back a bit um, where it it, in drafts uh, because they're really liking um, the idea of Michael Thomas and him, um, having a phenomenal year together. Sure, it's a power power combo, because right? If you're either you're either gonna, the, what did they call it? With, uh, the article I read today, uh, the head coach said it's like having two first round picks on my pl- on my field right now. Yeah, Michael Thomas when he's playing healthy, right, and he's happy, yeah. he's gonna be a great receiver. Jameson Winston is gonna be the crux of that team. If yes. he's not there day one those guys are going to get off to a slow start. But if he can rehab and be there game one, sure. That's the guy who's going to throw for 4,000, nearly 5,000 yards, uh, 30 to 40 touchdowns, and 15 to 20 interceptions. So he's going to put themselves in a constant shootout uh, week in and week out. But I like the situation of having two top-notch receivers with Alvin Kamara if he's not being suspended for any games for his own personal activities. Yeah, they're going to have a good – like. It's yeah. a good scenario to be in. Because if you're if you're a defensive team, who do you who do you double team, Alavi or or Thomas? Like, and you if go, you do that, then Alvin Kamara is going to cut you up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you've got weapons. Like I get it. Um, but you're right, the, the the quarterback is the crux of the. Yeah, if they get a quarterback situation. that can throw them the ball, they'll be okay. Yeah. Um, what I did find interesting is you and I had Jahan Dotson, in that you had him at 108, I had him at the 110. Guess who's not being taken in the first round by anyone, anywhere? Wow, really? He, yeah. So I picked up Jahan Dotson in just about every draft I've done in the early to mid second. Wow. wow. And here's what here's what I'm seeing. Steal for you? Yeah, absolute, absolute steal. So here's what I'm seeing: the moment we hit that one ten mark. Now, granted, we play in ten team leagues. We don't have a lot of twelve team uh, leagues. So here's what I'm seeing. Uh, uh, so Brees Hall, Walker, London, Wilson, Williams, Burke, Olave, Watson, Moore. Those are the first nine picks. Bar none, that, those are the first nine picks. You could rank them in any order you want. Those are gone. That 110 spot, here's what's going in the 110 spot that I've been seeing. Cooks, Pickens, and Trey McBride. Uh, I don't know the I don't know why McBride, but okay. Uh, okay, I... I as a guy who took uh, TJ Hawkinson at the 110, 19 spot when he was when he came out, I, I get it. Uh, one, I'm a homer, so I wanted my Lions. Uh, I realized that 
at the time that tight ends take a while to uh, to grow and develop. So I knew that I was spending a pick to keep a guy that didn't have to pay for it later. So maybe maybe that's what's happening with Trey McBride. I don't I don't get all of the hype behind him and why he he's being so so coveted. Um, Mid second make would make sense to me, but yeah, I've seen him go at the one ten. Um, and Jahan Dotson um, falls into the second round, which for some strange reason, here's a weird phenomenon that I, that I've been observing in the drafts that I've been in. Other running backs kick off the second round. It's just like, okay, let's forget about George Pickens, who I think is a great receiver, Jahan Dotson. Let's forget about John Mechie. Let's forget about uh, Wandell Robinson. Let's forget about um, uh, Alec Pierce. Let's forget about those receivers because for some reason, running backs just kick off a second round and dominate it. So Rashad White, uh, Zamir White, um, uh, Damian Pierce, Tyler Algiers, uh, the... The, the new running back in San Francisco. Uh, who else have I seen gone, go? It's just like it's an absolute run on new running backs. But you know you know what it might, could very well be is that, okay, everybody gets done that first round, and they're thinking, okay, I looked at who came off the board, yep. and they're like, oh, my God. All receivers, one, yeah. One, what, it's all wide receivers. There's no quarterbacks yet, and nope. maybe I start to panic. Uh, only one or two running backs. Uh, mm-hmm. I better panic and get my running back before yeah. somebody else takes him. So that's and that's what spawns those. You, you even saw it kind of a little bit in the actual draft itself. Sure, yeah, in the second they, round, they, third round, yeah. Well, no, no, but not just the the running backs. It's you saw positions go in clusters. You got your edge rushers. Two or three of them went. You got your your O linemen. Two or three of them went. Then you get your DBs. Two or three or four of them went together. Like they all seem to go in little clusters. Wide receivers. There was a group of wide receivers all taken. It wasn't like an even, um, like random all over the place. It seemed to when one team took a a, a, a rush end, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, two two other teams take rush ends right away. Right. So it's it's okay. It yeah, because I don't want my nervous. guy to. I don't want my guy to fall too far. Right. So mm-hmm. it could be from that perspective that guys think, I can't believe this guy didn't go at the end of the first round. So I better take him right now. Yep. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to give you guys a quick update on a uh, dynasty team that I, uh, orphan team that I picked up this uh, last year, end of last year. So it was in the off season, didn't get a chance to play. Uh, player, player got cut for uh, doing some shenanigans and I took over his team. And he had some good draft picks. He had a good core. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm in. Let's do this. And here's how that draft went. Pick one, Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jameson Williams, Sky Moore, Christian Watson, George Pickens by me. I took George Pickens at the 110. Now, that might seem like a reach, but I have I have a, a real crush on George Pickens. Um, liked him. So that's that's who I took at the 110. Then it went Damian Pierce at 111. Then it went James Cook at the 112. It went Washad White at the 2-1. I had the 202, so I took, oh, wow, hey, Jahan Dotson is sitting right there. He's a first-round draft pick. Yeah, you know what? I'll take that. I'll take Jahan Dotson. Done. Then at the 2-3, this is a single quarterback league, 12 teams, though. 
Kenny Pickett went. Then John Mechie. And then we had Tyler Algier and Isaiah Spiller. And I had another second-round pick at the 2-7. So I took Trey McBride because I don't have a tight end. Irv Smith is my only tight end on this team that I inherited. He didn't, he didn't have any other tight ends on the team. So I, I'm like, okay, so I'll take him. I felt that was good value, Trey McBride here at the 2-7. Then Alec Pierce. Then that uh, Ty Davis Pierce for the San Francisco running back. Then Wandell Robinson, the David Bell. who David Bell, by the way, folks, is a guy I'm rising on. This is a kid who, now that I've spent some time to look at, whew, he's at he's with Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, uh, Donovan People Jones will not surpass this guy in the death chart, sadly. Um, and then Jalen Tolbert. Okay, cool. Like that. That was that seemed like a rather uh, reasonable. Was on that one. Um, I took Kenneth Walker at the one hundred and two. Oh, okay. and then I took then I took George Pickens at the one hundred and ten. Yeah, this guy had vacated um, a good chunk of his team to go get draft picks and then uh, then told everybody that he was done and just tanked his team and stopped playing players, so they kicked him out. Oh. Yeah, that which is how he ended up with the 102, um, when really he should not have had the 102 because he has a rather solid roster, but he essentially vacated all of his vets, and then after he vacated his vets, he just tanked his team so that he could try and get a better draft pick. Um, they called him out on it. He admitted it. And then they booted him. Oh yeah. And then I have a friend who's in this league who invited me in. I checked it out. Um, yeah, it's so far the the league seems to be okay. There, there's obviously some disgruntled, um, and hurt feelings over how the season ended. But I think, uh, the the league manager who's who's actually taken the the league over is is doing some a good job. I'd love to see some changes, additional changes, but that's that's just me personally. Uh, for all you listening out there that uh, are thinking about starting a league or running a league, I highly recommend you you get some bylaws in place. Something we've mentioned several times. Donnie talks about it all the time. That's our league commissioner. If you want to be a solid commissioner in your league, implement bylaws. This is how you reference on how you resolve issues. And if an issue occurs that you don't have a rule for, then you put it in your bylaws and say, hey, if this occurs again, this is how we're going to address it. That way you're able to remove some personalities and emotions out of the situation because it's easier to, to address and yes. handle. Yes, mm -hmm. very much so. Um, yeah. and couldn't agree more. Like you, you have to have the stuff built in place so that guys mm -hmm. don't. And if you can't set it up front, then learn through the mistakes that you make. Admit that mistakes are made and, and address those. Because one, and we say it all the time, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. No one wants to play with bad people. No one wants to play and not enjoy the experience. So keep it fun. Keep it light. Uh, enjoy the games you play. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So that's that was one league that I was in that saw that I felt very happy with. Now, I'm going to share with you another league that is still drafting where I have, like, no picks in this draft, and it has been a wild ride. So, okay, so again, Brees Hall, number one, Kenneth Walker, number two, Drake London, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, uh, Sky Moore, Christian Watson, very similar. Then we had James Cook and then Damian Pierce. 
Then we had George Pickens at the 112. We had Jahan Dotson at the 2021. Isaiah Spiller jumps all the way up to the 202. Then we get Jalen Tolbert, who is like, where did this guy come from? Well, why is he at the 203? But okay, cool. You got Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Then John Mechie. Then Trey McBride. Then David Bell. Then Rashad White. Tyler Algier. Oh, then Kenny Pickett went. Then Brian Robinson. That was my pick, by the way. I had to trade up to go and get Brian Robinson at the 210 because this team, particular team, um, I needed to go and get um, running back support. And I have uh, Brian or um, Antonio Gibson. So I felt I needed to get uh, Brian Robinson right here. Um, and then Alec Pierce, who I like. That's a good receiver. Wondell Robinson went the 212. Then what is this kid's name again? Tyron Davis Price of the San Francisco 49ers. Then Malik Willis went. Uh, then Ketani Ingram running back for the Arizona Cardinals and Zamir White. Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver from New Orleans or uh, New England, sorry. Then James Woods, a name I've not seen drafted yet. He's a tight end out of uh, Indi uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, okay. it's just yeah, it's just really interesting. And then Romeo Dobbs, Dubs, Dobbs of the Green Bay Packers. And then I this is where I ended up grabbing uh, three eight. I ended up grabbing Desmond uh, Ritter. Very happy with that pick. And then after that, there's not a lot of guys I'm overly excited about. Hassan Haskins, mainly because he should be the backup to Derrick Henry, and I like him as a Michigan guy. Um, but I'm not loving some of the players that are left at this end of the draft. The This fourth round of this 12-team league, um, there's just not a lot here that I'm looking at that's like, yay, exciting. Okay, how about this one? Uh, insult to the Chicago Bears, go Bears. They go selected 85-year-old Vilas Jones in what? The 71st pick. So that is, that's at the beginning of the third round. They yeah, selected yeah. Vilas Jones, 25-year-old out of Tennessee. So relatively early draft capital, right? This kid, this kid might not even be selected in the fourth round of a 12-team rookie rookie draft yeah he might go in the fifth round it's like oh that's just embarrassing that's <laughs> Grant, yeah sure there's just like they don't have good things going but like i'm if i'm velas jones and thinking hey you just spent an early third round draft pick almost a second round draft pick on on me and the fantasy community is like yeah we're just that's gonna like, skip uh, we're just gonna like the movie you. major league when they're sitting around the table <laughs> talking about the guys on the list that they want to have to training cap, this guy's dead. <laughs> well, they cross him off the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh okay. Mike, you got to go on to sleeper and see what I just posted for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll head right there. Give me a second. Give me a second. What do we got? Where'd you put it? In oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're you're learning how to use Mematic. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh. oh, who is that? <laughs> who is that? That's George Pickens. Oh, okay. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So, for you listening tomorrow and seeing the picture early, yeah, that'll, now it'll make sense to you. Now it'll make sense. To <laughs> I love you too, Go Guy Go. That's awesome. That's so sweet. That's such a weird photo, too, of him. 
Like, well, he's, like, he's coming to he's, he's running down the field to your arms for you. Yeah, well, I think he's <laughs> I'm assuming this is him scoring a touchdown and this is his weird, you know, touchdown celebration dance. Maybe. And someone snapped a picture of him in a very weird and awkward pose. Yes, he looks like he's I don't know, he's like a chicken, he's kind of like his arms are behind him, he's, he's his head's he's coming to you, he's running down the field okay. to you, Mike. <laughs> you guys are in the field together, running toward each other. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's okay. That's awesome. And you just made that while we were talking too, didn't you? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Let's 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 stop talking about rookies. Let's stop talking yes. about this crazy and shenanigans. Let's talk about trades. Now, I want to talk about trades with you because I know someone in particular, Donnie, yes, has been bombarding you with trades because you hold the 101 in a league. Now, he was on you about it and then he was off. And now apparently he's on again. Yes, he sent me three today. I, you know what, I, I, I have, to be honest with you, yeah, I've kind of ghosted sleeper for the last week. I haven't oh, really? been on it. I, I really, oh, yeah. I haven't been on. It. I haven't had time. Um, uh, or not a whole lot of time to even look at stuff. Um, so no, Donnie, I wasn't ignoring you. I just haven't been on there. I saw that he had sent like three trades today. Um, okay, but, do you do you want to share with us? Because I imagine tonight's going to be the night that you are going to either select or deny. I'm probably going to deny because I I think I want really? that 101. I I oh, need really? a running back in that league. Okay, okay. Can can you can you share? Can you give us a peek behind the curtain? Because I'd love to know what he sent you. Because I think he sent you some pretty good deals before. He did. You know, he did. And now he's sending you what? What is he sending you? Give us give us a taste. Um, that's in so, the crazy, right? I, I don't know. Uh, where do you have where do you have it left? Because you you had two leagues where you ended up with the 101. Yeah. Uh, so this morning, um, where is it here? Uh, no fun. Yeah, no fun. No, no, fun. no fun. you still have one you still have it there. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring it up here. Uh, league chat. Yeah, so let's let's do let's do an analysis of your team uh, this week you? on. Let's have a look at Andrew's team. Um, oh, I see. You have JD McKissick as a starting running back. Well, I was just. That is fantastic. That is a yeah. solid choice at running back. <laughs> Well, you've got okay. You've got that's, Damian, that's why I said I need a running back. Yeah, you've got Damien Williams as uh, as a potential starter in Atlanta. Yeah, you've got Ronald Jones to back up your Clyde Edwards. Your Clyde Edwards. So what uh, his his most recent was? Um, and sorry, Donnie, if you're I don't mean to upset uh, you. If I, I'm Sharon, so I don't yeah, think no, no, I, I asked. Let's let's have a look, man. Let's let's peek. Uh, Sony Michelle. Okay, who just signed with um, with Miami today? Well, I hate that. I so hate I hated so that deal because he was he's to me Sony Michelle's a good running back, but now he's what with Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin. Yeah. He's getting buried in the. He's oh yeah, in the, that's that whole it's a such a crappy yeah. running back house. Good for the team, probably in, in real life football. Just sucks for fantasy. Yes, yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf. Ooh, really? Um, yeah. Ooh. I, I thought about that one. Oh, really? But he threw you Sony and DK Metcalf, 
and Singletary. Oh, damn, man. But I think it's because he knows I like Singletary, but Singletary might get buried again too, right? Yeah, but you got Zach Moss on that team, and Singletary yeah. is has proven to be the the one-two down back. Yeah. And Isaiah, was it I Spiller? Yeah. They took? He's a passer. DJ Spiller or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Or Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah yeah. Spiller. And oh, then okay. a, a third round, 2023. So, okay. Um, and you're, is, is this just for the one-on-one, or is he asking? Yeah, just the one-on-one. Okay. Uh, so but I, but I, real I, quick. Hang on. Don't don't say don't say no just yet. Let's have a look at this. So you're giving up only the 101. Yeah. In exchange for DK Metcalf. That's the big chip player here. That is but the, the, big, the, the, his quarterback, I don't yeah, know. That, that could be a one-year situation where they've got Drew Locke cuz the, there's no way they're going to ride that guy into the future. That is a hey, we want to suck balls this year and go get ourselves a better quarterback whether that's in the draft or through whatever. Okay, so you got DK Metcalf. You got Sony Michelle. You've got Devin Singletary, who may or may not be a reliable starting running back. Um, and a third, which isn't a terrible pick. It's it could get you something, maybe. Not uh, not terrible. Okay. To be honest with you, man, like that's that's a strong offer. That is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, that's this is probably the best one that he is he has thrown out. Um mm-hmm. He threw out, I think he, th- he threw out this morning for about five minutes, uh, Michelle uh, Metcalf and the 107 for this year. Okay. But that, that quickly came you. down off the board. <laughs> yeah, that, that would only get you a, um, a wide receiver. That wouldn't get you a, a replacement running back because you'd be reaching at that point yeah. for a running back. Yeah. Okay. Or so it might have been. And no, sorry. It, Singletary might have been in that one too. Oh, I would have um, smashed yes. I would have smashed yes to get the it, one. I saw it. I saw it after the fact. Singletary. Oh, I saw it after the fact. Okay. We'll just send him some beers and see if he does it again. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What, what else did he send you? Was you said there was more? Uh, yeah. The other one was very similar. Uh, let me get back into that uh, messages. Uh, uh, the other one was uh, AJ Brown and Devin Singletary for the first. Ooh, that doesn't yeah, sound. I don't, like, yeah, I don't like not... AJ. I don't like AJ Brown in Philadelphia. Okay, because their quarterback situation. Okay, let's um. I, as the current AJ Brown owner that I just just acquired from Donnie in our league, the poor man fantasy football league, uh, let's uh, let's let's talk about that one real quick. I do not like the Eagles. I have historically been off the Eagles because I think they're an absolute crap team, um, and that's even when they went to the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I think they are. A- I didn't think they deserved to be there at that year. No, that- um, not yeah, totally agree, man. I'm not. I'm not in on them. So when AJ Brown went there, I was just, I felt sick to my stomach. I think AJ Brown is an absolutely fantastic receiver. I would love to put him in the top 10. I thought he was, when I made the trade and acquired him in, um, at the, at the trade deadline and he's a part of Tennessee, I'm super happy and excited. Now that he's with the Eagles, I have, I have pushed him out of my top 10 and pushed him into at least top 24, right? He's a wide receiver too. And the only thing that I like about the situation 
is that him and Jalen Hurts are like best buddies. Oh. Yeah, they went, they played college together. Jalen Hurts was throwing AJ Brown the ball. They they continued their they work out together in the offseason. They go to their kids like birthdays. They are best friends. They are they are close. And to me, that actually means a lot. And we've seen that happen as of late in the last two years where teams are now investing in getting players that play well together. Uh, most recently, Kyler Murray got his best friend, Marquise Brown. Yes. Jamar Chase ended up with his quarterback in Joe Burrow. Yeah. Jalen Waddle ended up with his quarterback in Tua Tungavailoa. Devontae Abadam reconnected with Derek Carr because he wanted to play with Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. So there's, yeah. there's obviously something there. No, I, 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 I see all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, the other thing with A.J. Brown, yeah. for me, again, I, I agree with you. He, he, could be, he could be a top five guy. Oh yeah, um, yeah. If he could stay healthy, maybe, maybe not in maybe not in Philly. I don't. I don't. No, see not in Philly. Not in Philly. Philly happening. Like, yeah. But he had four, five, six, seven, eleven, twelve, twelve games last year, where he had less than five, uh, less than ten fantasy points, less than eight fantasy points. Right, so if he can't if he can't stay healthy, um, if he could stay healthy, he is really really good yep. in Philly. Uh, I still question it, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, I have him in. I think another another one of our leagues. I think I have him, or I might have yep. traded him to Donnie because Donnie really liked him and wanted him. Yeah, he was years he ago. Was, he was big on AJ Brown. Um, so yeah, those were the, really, those were the two that, uh, that he's got out there for me right now. Um, I love UK Metcalf. Love that. I, offer. I, I, I really need a running back in that league. That's going to be okay. So if I could get, uh, you know, the top running back in the draft, who's going to start, yeah. you're going to get Brees Hall. Okay. So yeah. let's play the options here. You get Brees Hall. He's a, Immediate starter for you. Okay. Yep. Um, and a one-to-one ratio. He's, he fills in that void and your team improves. Yes. Um, looking at your team as it is right now. If you added DK Metcalf and Devin Singletary, because really those are the only two active pieces in that trade. Sony Michelle is a long shot with very low odds of hitting. The third round pick in 2023, long shot of hitting. So this just it's just it's just candy or whatever sprinkles on top of the of the offer. So really it's Singletary and DK Metcalf for the 101. Yeah. Metcalf is looking at either Geno Smith or Drew Locke. Either or not a great fantasy season, probably no. gonna be the bottom end of the top twenty-four. Not because he, he sucks, but just because the quarterback probably can't get him the ball where he needs it to be. It's probably going to be hitting him in the back of the helmet. 
That's that's my <laughs> guess. Um, so you sacrifice uh, the possibility of the unknown of Brees Hall, right? Because we there's no guarantee that he he's going to be successful in True. New York. And we've talked about we've talked about this. we have yeah New York, New York is a a almost like a black hole for the running back right now. You Great. go there I mean, and you get nothing. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's you know. Although I I do believe in Robert Sally, I do think they're making the necessary changes to improve that team. They've got they had a lot of draft capital this year, early draft capital to improve that team, and I think they've made some great choices. Um, as much as I dislike the uh, the Buckeyes, they do produce talent, and Garrett Wilson's no slouch. I think he will be a dominant force in the NFL, regardless of his team, regardless of his quarterback. I think he's just going to perform. So you now have Elijah Moore, you have Garrett Wilson, and you've got Brees Hall. Yeah. Teams are not going to see what happens because there's no tape. They're not going to see what's coming. It, they're going to perform. It's going to be he's going to have a, a Chase Claypool year possibly. Yeah, right. Like he very very well could. He could probably be setting some standards of what what could come out as a rookie wide receiver, right? I don't, I don't see him hitting the Randy Moss kind of scenario, but like Odell Beckham type levels, I could say, Hey, this kid's going to blow the doors off people and you're not going to see it coming. No. You might expect it, but you're not going to see it coming. Yeah. Um, Brees. So that means, and I'm talking about Garrett Wilson. I'm not talking yeah. about Brees Hall. The skill set. And if Garrett Wilson lights it up, that's going to open the doors even further for Brees Hall to feast, right? Yes. And we might see a Zeke yeah. type of entry into the league where, hey, we took we took Zeke at 105, and he was absolutely fantasy dominant. Brees went, what, 204, like second early early second round, and might have the same type of a season. Yes. Yep. So, no, I, and that's, and that's why I, uh, I you know. You're hesitant. I'm, I'm hesitant with it because there is the possibility, and I can see why Donnie is going so hard in every one of his leagues to get this guy. Um, because there is that chance that, so like in your case, Mike, if you were on the bubble, mm-hmm. getting a Brees Hall could put you into the playoff. Could, yeah. And it's so rare to have a running back, to find that guy that's going to be yes. a consistent performer running back. Um, and that's why, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably, I'm leaning toward just holding on to it. I know, Donnie, that's not what you want to hear. Um, and I know you keep throwing out stuff. Solid offers, man. He's not. They are. They are. I'm not, it's not, it's not that he's, he's trying to, He's trying to to lowball me and oh. hey, I'm gonna give you, you know, the 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 third and fourth and fifth uh, string wide receivers for your 101. No, it's no. He's he is giving me, and that's why I traded him that in that other league. Mm-hmm. He gave me a good deal. Um, and I, I was I was even hesitant on that one, but I did. I he gave me a good deal on it, and you know I appreciate that. Um, you know, he's always been fair to me in the, in the deals that we've made. Um, and that's why I, uh, you know, I, 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 quite often I've, I've messaged him back saying, extend the timer on this, extend the timer on. I still want to think about it. Blah, blah, blah. You're Han. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, in case you, you guys didn't know, um, Andrew 
is a slow thinker. Oh, oh gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm not Forrest Gump. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, you do ponder. Uh, you, you yes. are, you are not a rash thinker. You are not a quick drunk, no. pull the pull like, and just pull the trigger and be done with it. You are a methodical thinker. You take your time. You are very patient. You're a calculated um, because you want to try and review all the angles. I get that. Yeah. Now I know that because we we have we have history, so we we know those things about one another. Um, I know your love and penchant for the the veterans over the young rookies. You put put value there, right? So I find when when but you and I make trades, it's easier. Position. It depends on the position and your team construction too, right? Need yes. you you just yes. identified that you in that particular league you have a need at running back. Yes. You also have a need to like everywhere except yes. for quarterback. You have an amazing quarterback house. You have an amazing tight end house, but your yes. wide receivers, you've got talent. You just don't have depth. It's just mediocre. Yeah. yeah. And your, and your running backs true. If JD McKissick is currently sitting in your starting lineup, you do need a running back. So, yes. all right. Well, my, my analysis to you, my friend is uh, the AJ Brown offer. I would say no to that. I would send that one back. But the DK Metcalf, oh man, that is a That's that a is tough a seriously tough one because I think DK Metcalf, he's he's gonna be a fantasy gold. He's not, he's no slouch. This guy is dominant. I always liken back to the game where he an interception was thrown by Russell Wilson. And DK Metcalf crosses the field, crosses, I don't know, 97 yards to track down this this poor defensive back that caught that ball and then punished him at, what, the two-yard line and said, no, you're not scoring. Like, it was just, you saw this little dude running, and big old DK Metcalf comes out of nowhere at, like, Mach 9, and he just, like, (laughs) overtakes him. It's like, okay, you know what? That guy is dominant. That is... That is a beast of a human being, and I would I, w- I would have one because I own zero shares of DK Metcalf because I'd be unwilling to pay the price to get him, and that's a that's a sexy offer, man. It's a sexy offer. What, if, uh, what's your what's your pick in that league? You can go after DK Metcalf. I, oh yeah, as if, <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting DK Metcalf in that league. Let's have a look. Oh, because I traded away most of my picks. That was the that league in particular, I um, I struck I struck it rich with the I traded I had four second round draft picks last year, and I traded every single one to get second round draft picks this year plus third round draft picks. So I had four fourth uh, four second rounds and three or four third round draft picks this year, which I tried to use to trade up into. Um, and one failed miserably. Yeah, yeah. Try to try to trade up into a decent position, and, and it didn't happen. And that's okay, because I'm I'm happy with. Let's see, what do I got? I got the two hundred three, two hundred four. I traded some picks away, and I got the three hundred three and the three hundred six, the three hundred seven. So like, okay, I'm okay. I got I got some players. I'm actually very happy with my team in that league. I've got players that I can cut and move on from if I need to. Um, I thought I was in trouble. Uh, at quarterback, but I think I'm going to be okay. Um, I'm saying yeah, you for- gave me your uh, what your 107 and 207. I don't even remember what I got for it. Neither do I. Oh, but I don't remember what it was. But I, I I was 
I was chomping at the bit because I made the playoffs. I made it to, I think I took third in that league. So I was sitting with Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry as my running backs with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and I got the handcuffs for everybody. So I'm sitting, I'm, I'm feeling okay at running back wise. And then wide receivers, I've got, I'm, I'm confident. I'm sitting with um, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Christian Kirk, Michael Pittman. Who else have I got there? Oh, I got Calvin Ridley when he returns one day. I got Robert Woods. Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry, Donovan People Jones, Tyler Boyd, Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. So I'm 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 feeling okay. I'm not, oh, Amon St. Brown, my Lions. I got that one. I'm feeling good there. So yeah. If I'm, the draft if the draft in this league goes the way it should be, mm-hmm. or or if it goes the way Sleeper says it should go. Yep. I'll take Hall. Then I'll yeah. get uh uh Jameson Williams. Okay, that's uh, not bad. And then I get uh, Mitchie. John Mitchie? Okay, great. Yeah. I, I love that selection. Uh, uh, da, uh, Dewan Dale Robinson. Wandale. Okay, so well, let's have, let me have a look here. Let's have a look at Wandale Robinson. Um, to be honest with you, I'd skip Wandale Robinson and either take uh, Trey McBride or Alec Pierce. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just how things go. Um, yeah, but you know, like like you were saying though, you know, you're you're in need of some wide receivers too. I I I could be getting some some half decent wide receivers. Yeah, too. I think I think I think you you are in a great position to do well yep. in this particular draft. Yeah, yeah, you'll get some pieces. Um, a guy that I'm trying to get. Don't let it out. Don't tell the world. Uh, David Bell. I have missed out in the two previous drafts that I've been in where he's been at. And I'm I'm rising on him quite a bit. Yeah, I you think, mentioned him a little bit earlier. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think him going to Cleveland, I didn't, I wasn't like, ooh, there's Amari Cooper and there's Donovan People Jones. And now they've got David Bell. I'm like, you know what? I I like the profile. I like the tape. Now that I've I didn't really investigate him, didn't really look into him before. Where is, he, actually on getting... the, where is he on the list for the draft? For uh, uh he's sitting at one hundred three. So if you look at all players, he's listed as one hundred three. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, David Bell. So I'm I'm very excited if if he's available to me when I'm on the board. Yeah, I'm not going to say no because he's sitting around the right uh, around the area of. Uh, Jahan Dotson, Rashad White, then David Bell, Damian Pierce, and John Mechie. So I'm not upset with any one of those selections. Like those are all solid choices. In that in that particular case, I'd probably take David Bell because I don't have any shares anywhere else of him. I've got lots of shares of Jahan Dotson because he's fallen to me in numerous leagues. Um, Rashad White, I don't own Leonard Fournette. I don't I don't like owning running backs um, that that project to be the backup to somebody else, unless I own that guy. I love my handcuffs. Um, Damian Pierce is a solid choice. I just don't think he's going to make it to me at, at this selection because I think too many guys know that, hey, this is a, a running back who could be the starting running back for the Houston Texans. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, you know, I think uh, 
our four our four drafts they're going to be very very interesting and yeah. sleeper you know what sleepers they're when you go into the draft mm-hmm. um, their projections aren't the same for every league no because what it does is it takes into account all of the drafts that have happened previously so they they add at least how how people are actively drafting so they take that into account and they take in your scoring format yeah. are you tight end premium are you uh, standard format, half PPR, full PPR? Uh, do you, are you two quarterbacks? Are you super flex? Um, what, what's the number of, of flex positions do you have? So they factor that in, which is super cool about Sleeper. And I, I'm going to maybe I, I get maybe it's not exclusive to Sleeper, but um, they factor that in as part of their rankings. It's not just yeah. a standard list and saying, hey, here's our rankings, regardless of your format. Here it is. So because in one of the in one of our one of our four. They got Pickens as the number six pick in this one here. No fun. They have him as 135th. Uh, to be honest with you, that makes perfect sense. Everyone ignore George Pickens. He does not exist. He's no, not. No, 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 not George Pickens. Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Oh, uh, where is that? Kenny Pickett. He's, Kenny, 135. Oh, he's 135. He's projected to go third round. Tw- 32 overall, 32 overall. Uh, and you know you what? The 32. Oh yeah. Cause 30. I see that. I see that because that's right where I'm sitting. The pick that I have that in that draft, it shows that I have uh round three overall pick number 32. And then it goes skip, skip, skip. And then it goes round. Oh no, that's not right. 26. How does that work? Oh, I don't know math. Whatever. I'm drinking. <laughs> okay. So well, uh, that's we, it. we've covered quite a bit of stuff today. We did, yeah. Um, you know what? It's always fun talking football with you, yeah. especially when it comes to our league and our league mates. Um well, uh, one, of the other, one of the things that I, I read today, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting thing because the, the schedule just came out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who from a from a uh, strength of of schedule, yeah. Who would you say is going to have the top the top two and the bottom two uh, schedules? Well, I would think, think I would think the Rams would have one of the hardest schedules going forward because they're the reigning champions, right? Um, I would think the Bengals would probably be pretty close, right? Because they were there. Um, and then the bottom of the barrel, what would be my Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars as the easy? Uh, those two would wow. be easy. No, it, uh, um, the easiest, it actually came out as a tie. Uh, the two teams that have the easiest schedule based on, again, strength of uh, their last, last, year's, last year's winning percentages. Yeah. Uh, Washington and Dallas. Really? That's yep. curious. They weren't. Yep. They weren't super terrible. No, nope. no. Nope. Okay, but the, but the teams that they're playing this year apparently were. Oh, okay. Well, who's, uh, who's and the, the hardest? Yeah, the hardest. You you were right with the Rams. The Rams are yep. the, have the hardest. Second hardest, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Ooh, that sucks for them. Yeah, it they, was. They, they went seven and zero, oh and then like fell apart. Fell off the part. Fell off the planet. Oh. No. Yeah. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it was uh, because you think like 
you'd think the Bengals would be up there because they're going to play the Chiefs. They're going to play the Steelers. They're going to play the, the, the Browns. Um, you know, teams that have decent teams, right? You know, I yeah. guess when you look at like the Chiefs, the, the Raiders, the Chargers, the, the Broncos, maybe they're figuring they're all going to split. <laughs> okay. Of their, Interesting. Their, 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 it's such a tight division. So, so what you're yeah, projecting is that we should see more from the Washington Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys because their strength of schedule are projected to be better. Yes. Now, if they falter, then they're just absolutely crap teams then. Yes. Okay. I can live with that. <laughs> like, I could see Dallas just benefiting from it if everybody stays oh, healthy yeah. on that team. I like Dallas. I think Dallas is a strong team. Uh, they're sitting in a situation where, sure, they've got uh, CeeDee Lamb as their star receiver, uh, Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel uh, Elliott on the down climb, but I don't think he's terrible. You got Tony Pollard, who's a solid backup. Uh, Dak Prescott, who I think is a great quarterback. Yep. And they're not, they're not terrible. So yeah, I I, I think their their weak their weak part is their defense, but okay. hey, if 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 you score fifty points on me and I score fifty one on you, I still get a win. I still get a win. That's that's all that matters, and we love that when it comes to fantasy football because yes. we love those points. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, hey, any uh, any particular tangents you want to go on this week? No, you know what? I th- we've gone on a few already. Ah, but it's all football related. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't step outside the football uh, pylons, right? We didn't get out of no. the hash marks here. We, I, uh, I did, I did see you, uh, you, you threw out a challenge to me out there uh, in poor man uh, about my my Yoda theories. <laughs> okay, um, uh, so uh, yes, I, you know what, guys, I will, I will post what my okay, view is. Did you want uh, to do that written, or do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll type it out. I'll type it out. Okay. okay. Um, but because uh, a, a couple of the guys said, "Ooh, I want to hear about that." So yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll try maybe this weekend. To, okay. Uh, to, it is an interesting theory. It is. I I can see the validity of your opinion. I don't yes. agree with it, but I understand where where you're drawing your your sources. Of of information to help validate. But you also think that. Boba Fett's a good guy, and he's not. He's a meanie. Okay, he's what we call <laughs> an anti-hero. Oh, okay. He would fall into the realm of Deadpool. Um, he's <laughs> a good guy because we're watching him and we enjoy what he does, but he doesn't do good things. No, no. <laughs> um, and I. I I'd also like to think that Boba Fett's more of a bad guy because I liked him better as a bad guy. I liked him better when it was just like, no, pew, 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 done. I like, no questions asked. I don't, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just going to shoot you now. I don't want to deal with this stuff later. I don't have like a code of honor that I got to follow and say, hey, you're not part of my bounty. It's like, eh, you know what? I don't want you coming to get me because you think you're going to get revenge. Just blow stuff up. I'm done. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, my, my, that's my Boba Fett. That's what I believe in. <laughs> shoot first don't ask questions who cares that's right everybody's dead not go and kill the train to save the sand people no why would you do that that doesn't make any sense it's like no kill the train kill the sand people take all the loot that's exactly right that's what he should have been doing that's what he should have been doing <laughs> he's like oh yeah no witnesses nobody knows what i did i don't care i'm not i'm not trying to live on the reputation of of all the people i've killed because no one talks because everybody's dead yep exactly exactly yeah. i like that the most about him 
Anyway, and that's not the case anymore because he's now a Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Him, him, him and Princess Jasmine are going to start dating now? Oh, it's, it's a hot couple. That's a power couple right there. Um, okay, so speaking of Disney princesses, uh, his his counterpart, uh, Ma Wei Wen, oh, I'm probably butchering her name. Okay, you know who I'm talking about? Yes. She's done lots of cool stuff. She's actually coming to the Edmonton Comic Expo. Oh. She's going to be for the, here. For the character in the Boba Fett series? No, she's just being her, right? Oh. But, but she's got such a, um, a plethora of things. So she's been in Mulan. Uh, she's been in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's been in uh, the Boba Fett series. She's got a, a, a gambit of stuff. Check out her IMDb, IMDb page. And she's got a really impressive catalog of things that she's been in. And I'm actually kind of cool, uh, kind of excited that uh, that she's going to be here in our tiny little city um, at our comic expo. Yes. That, uh... When she was announced, I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. I'd love to see her because... She's done essentially She's done lots of all, stuff, the, yeah. all the stuff that I love. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the headline, oddly enough, is um, oh, what's his name now? I forget his real name. Uh, but he was from Harry Potter and that oh, that, pardon? No, no, that's the redhead kid. kid. No, the actual prophesied child that killed uh, Voldemort. I didn't see all of the. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah good, good, good series, actually. Um, no, what's his kid? Kid's name? It's just, just he was the the goofball nerdy kid uh, that everyone kind of picked on, and then he just rose up to the challenge and killed Voldemort, and then s- turned into an ab- absolute um, stud of a human being. Um, even though as a child he was a goofy kid, like what is his? Um, not Ron Weasley. That is. That's the one that comes to my mind, but that's not it. Um, yeah, Ron Weasley was the redhead kid. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I should hand in my nerd card. <laughs> what is that kid's name? Um, Kill Voldemort. What is that kid's name? Okay, well... The blonde head kid, was it? No, no, it was, it was a black haired kid. He had a, oh. he had a goofy smile. It's kind of gangly. Harry Potter. Uh, who? who there we go. What's his name? <laughs> okay, Google, you're okay. failing me here. <laughs> on, my search, on my search engines. Um, oh man! Okay, <laughs> this, this sucks. I'm I'm terrible at. Okay, hang oh. on. Oh, there we go. Okay, Neville Longbottom. That's it. Neville Longbottom. Longbottom. Yeah, his name is Matthew. <laughs> yeah, his name is his name is Neville Longbottom. He was actually. Why did he? Goofy. Is it, how did he kill Voldemort? Sit on him. No, Longbottom. No, no. Oh. Oh, basically. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so his name is Matthew Lewis. And he is the current headliner. Oh, okay. The Edmonton Comic Expo. And uh, sure, like he turned into a rather handsome young man. Uh, he's, he's, he's very popular in the Harry Potter universe. So congrats to him. But when they made the announcement of who uh, who are the 
the special guests. He was headlining, and then uh, our yeah, Mal. Oh, now I feel bad. Let's just do this. Let's go Boba Fett cast. Mal Ling Me or something like that. Boba Fett cast. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce her name correctly. Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen, where she plays the role of Fennec Shand, and it's absolutely fantastic that she's coming. Uh, coming to our our fine city, and uh, I'm actually hoping to take the kids. Oh wow! Yeah, it'll be the first one. I haven't been since before they were born, so I was really excited to go check that out. Yeah, the last one I went to was way back in like 13 years ago with the Calgary Expo. Oh, when William Shatner really when Shatner was yeah. one of the, the head guys. Okay, did you know I went for dinner with him when he was there that week? Oh wow. Yeah, the company. Oh, okay, weird. Okay, weird scenario. Um, I was working for a company called Direct Energy. For those you know keeping tabs at home, that's just a, a natural gas electricity um, company in North America. Uh, I was working for them, and one of our um, affiliated partners at the time uh, was this guy named Bish Mubarak. Now, Bish um, is just a businessman. He owns um, a couple different companies through Canada and the US and he came up to do, become a uh, third party uh, energy retailer here for us in Alberta and uh, I got to know him through that relationship and it turns out that Bish is friends with William Shatner wow when when he was in town he found out that Bill was going to be at the comic expo so he reached out to him and invited a couple of us from direct energy to go meet William Shatner for dinner at this downtown downtown hotel that's oh, pretty crazy yeah absolutely crazy um so holy cow you and i might have been at the at the expo at the same time then might have been i didn't actually go to the expo oh um, okay i didn't go because i was working um i was tied up with some other events and stuff but i remember i remember it happening and then meeting william shatner um at a dinner uh, event because of this guy named bish mubarak who uh, he he claims I haven't read because I don't read um, Star Trek um, novels, but apparently uh, William Shatter, Shatner wrote him in as a character in some one of his novels. Oh, and I was wow. like, and, and kept his name the same. And I was like, cool, right on. Well, that, that's that's really neat. Yeah, I hope you got something out of it. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was really neat sitting at the table with William Shatner. Right? It's just like, oh my god, I'm sitting at the table with William Shatner. Really cool dude. Super fun to talk to. Canadian is uh, to yeah, yeah, like it was just really neat. Yeah, um, totally nerded out at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the nice thing was it wasn't like it was just like the three of us. It was like table of like twelve. So, yeah, yeah. you didn't have to try and hold a conversation with a guy. No, like, I did uh, not. I did not have to do that because I probably just would like <laughs> yeah, just drooled all over myself. Yeah, not really cool. So yeah, and for me, it would have been. Why did you go into the Star Trek franchise instead of the Star Wars franchise? <laughs> like, so if, you, if you got into a fight with, um, you know, Mark Solo, yeah, like what would happen? <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't do that. That would, <laughs> I would, it would, it would, the music just sound like the battle, yeah, the, the, which is iconic battle music. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, it's fantastic. All or right. I, the question I would have asked him is, why did you guys always kill off the guy in the red shirt? Why was that a thing? I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he wrote those. I probably would have asked him questions about Boston Legal or TJ Hooker. That's probably where I would have gone. Oh, yeah, TJ uh, Hooker. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably would have asked him questions about that. Crap. And he'd be like, "I don't remember doing that." 
<laughs> hey, I only got the Detroit PBS. I know you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I I, I think we we've uh, tangent this one yes. as rather well. Yes. Thank you very much for uh, for listening and sticking through all of this mess with us, folks. Uh, yes. Hopefully, you've enjoyed yourselves as much as we have. Yes. Um, on, a, on a week that there was very little sports news, mm-hmm. we we seem to have crossed over the one hour mark. So, oh yeah, we uh, we always find a way to go into overtime. And if you're a hockey fan, cheer on your hockey team because oh, it looks well, like let's see. great hockey going on tonight. What happened tonight? Did the Penguins knock off? Let's see what happened in tonight's game. All oh, right. the Flames are playing right now, aren't they? They are, yeah. They're live. Uh, NHL here. Uh, no, the Rangers came back to win tonight. That's at 3-2. The Panthers came back to beat Washington. Now that's 3-2 for the Panthers in that series. And the Flames won, so they're up 3-2 on down. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I don't need to go watch the film tape on that one. because I'm. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I'll take I it. Think, I didn't I'll think you'd it. actually watch a recorded game at. Uh, no, I can't. I night. I struggle. I just fast forward, look at the highlights. I just want to see it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So enjoy your hockey if you're a hockey fan. If not, just skip it and wait for football yeah. to start. All right. Yeah, there's only a few weeks out. So it's only a few weeks out. All right, folks. Well, thank you again for uh, joining us tonight. It's time to say goodbye. Join us next week when we try and put together a dynasty football mock draft. We bring in some, uh, some friends of ours from in the league, out of the league, and we are going to make this thing fun. So if you are looking at doing a dynasty startup, come back and check us out and kind of see how the methodology that we go through in building our teams. Yes. All right. Don't forget to like it. Pick number one. You think so? Who would you take at number one? Just out of curiosity. Start. Ooh. Who would you take? Who would I take at number one? Yeah. Probably either Henry or Taylor. Okay. Okay. That or or Adams. Devonta Adams? Yeah. Yeah. Get a good wide receiver or running back. Oh. Okay. That or I might have to to jump on the the Mahomes. Oh, Oh, I love my homes. Jeez. The 101 in a in a okay. Hey, look, this is gonna be fun. I'm gonna give you the 101 next week and just to see what happens. It's gonna blow everybody's mind. All right. Hey, folks. I'm gonna take the third string running back. I'm gonna take Sony Michelle. <laughs> there we go. It's the 101. Yeah. So, do you know what year it is? Okay. Uh, All right, folks. Anyway, hey, folks. Uh, thank you very much. Don't forget to uh, to like and share the show. Thanks. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Poor Man Football. Um, yeah, just tell your friends about us. Leave us a review wherever you uh, you get your podcasts. Um, yeah, remember, that's it. From one poor man to another, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>